Hello, and welcome to Why Are We Doing This? The, the podcast where we discuss and dissect our favorite movies. My favorite movie. My third favorite movie. But no, we're the podcast where we discuss and dissect some of the worst movies you can find. It's an exception this week. Uh, my name is Lucas Day George. I'm Kathy Bray. You're not Kathy, um, Bra- you're not Kathy Branya? No. <laughs> you're not <laughs> Lieutenant Kathy Bracken? No. Well, not. so, sorry we were out last week. Our enti- My entire October just got fucked over. We were supposed to have a Halloween party, but my mom got COVID and she gave me COVID. And I was... Oh, we couldn't do the podcast and it really ruined my spooky month so I said damn it to hell we're watching the one the only the pieces this week to make up for our lost time that was scheduled for last week still but we're not going to be doing two episodes a week anymore so we're just doing one a week and then I'm really sorry to say this we're doing back to back Linda Day George this week we did pieces and uh, next week because if you saw Andrew Prine died and he and Linda Day George are in a little movie called Chisholm together and it was not critically well received so we're going to have to take a peek at that one next week but this week remember to rate and review on the Apple Podcasts Stitcher Stitcher can you do it on Stitcher Castbox do it wherever you can. Spotify. I think you said that. I did say that. Do it wherever you can. Uh, rate and review. So just like drop a comment, you know, five stars and here's why, you know. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us. Uh, oh, subscribe to our Patreon if you'd like. Yeah, just don't follow us in person. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow us in person. Oh, God, That's funny. Uh, <laughs> um patreon.com slash why are we doing this we're doing bonus episodes we're doing like fun bonus episodes not like regular episodes as bonus episodes um from now on our next bonus episode is going to be a doozy we're going to be ranking characters we have one of those um cheer lists made and just any every character from every 75 of oh it's not going to be because next week's going to be sue t because it's a five episode. We're going to be watching Sleepaway Camp. So we're going to have a break between Linda Day George. I'm sorry. But... Does Suchi know this? Suchi will find out in good time. <laughs> um, so, uh, but we're going to be ranking characters. So it's going to be, you know, everyone from, like, the guy who said counter bitch slap in Attack of the 20-Foot Cheerleader to P.D. Wheatstraw to... Our girl, Mary Riggs, in this movie. It's just going to be anyone and everyone we can think of. Um, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a little romp. That's going to be on your birthday episode. And for your birthday, we're going to be doing a little movie called The Human Tornado with Rudy Ray Moore. So that's going to be fun. We're going we're gonna to have a fun, laid-back okay, November. I I was the, little the Human Tornado? Oh, yeah, you're really wild. (laughs) Okay, so this movie, the best movie, Pieces, 1982. So cool, even 6 out of 10 on the IMDb. The the co-eds of a Boston College campus, campus, 
I'm sorry, campus, are targeted by a mysterious killer who is creating a human jigsaw puzzle from their body parts. Taglines, hold on, how many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen taglines. Oh, Jesus! They are all amazing. Oh, I forgot to say, the alternate title for this, because this is a Spanish movie. It's not in Spanish, but it was made in Spain. The title in Spanish is Night of a Thousand Screams, which is a pretty cool name. But pieces, I mean, that just pieces. It's so good. Tagline number one. If you like strong thrills, come to see us. But do not come alone, just in case. See, that one's not the best. If you think you're safe on campus, you're dead wrong. That one's better. <laughs> this one's good. You're going to like this one. The sum of the parts equals the whole body. <laughs> oh, this one's lame. It's one of those, you know, William Castle ones, you know. Absolutely no one under 17 admitted to this performance. This next one is probably one of the... This, this one's probably one of the weaker ones. Uh, what is it? Co-ed's better run. That one's eh. They did. <laughs> not fast enough. An invitation to terror. That one's not good. This one is the least. This is the least like um. T- I feel like taglines should be reflective, and you know the first few were um good. The first three. This one's not as good. This this has nothing to do with the movie. A macabre story of revenge. There's no revenge in this movie. Is he getting revenge on his mom? Maybe? I don't know. This one you're going to love. This is this is probably going to be your favorite one. When you meet him, you'll go to pieces. <laughs> I go to pieces. Oh, I fall to pieces. Pardon me. His de- Oh, God. Jesus. His devastating tool made women scream. Jesus. <laughs> this is probably the most... Is that like the carpenter? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If you haven't listened to the carpenter one, he um there's a like a dream where he has sex with her with a drill. <laughs> yeah, he's the drill. This is probably one of the best the most well known taglines, one of them. The chainsaw devil. He's a real bastard. <laughs> In his hands, he has the power. His mind has the will. Death is his master. Anyone can be his prey. A gruesome and chilling feature you will never be able to forget. That's true. I, I've never forgot this, you know. A madman is on the prowl. See him before he sees you. Violence, brutality, rage. This next one you're going to laugh. Fear so intense. It'll grab you by the balls. <laughs> and this is the next one is the most well known of all the taglines and is my personal favorite. You don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. And this is the last one and it's it's this one's perfect too. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it is. Cast our old friend, he was just on here a few weeks ago. 
Christopher George as Lieutenant Bracken. My one and only, God bless her, Linda Day George as Mary Riggs. Oh, that's his name? Frank Branya as Sergeant Randy Holden. He does not look like a Randy. He looks like a Jim. He's a Jim. He does. He's obviously a very Hispanic gentleman playing a very white gentleman. They have a... Because uh, we'll get into it. Well, But that sounds awful, but it, it, it will explain. Edmund Purdom as the dean. Um, Ian... Ian? Sarah, uh, Ian Sarah as Kendall. Paul L. Smith as Willard, a.k.a. Bluto from Popeye. Jack Taylor as Professor Brown. Gerald Titchy, Tiki? Tiki? As Dr. Jennings. And my, I, this is one of my favorite actresses in the entire movie, Mae Heatherly as Mrs. Reston. No, the, the old lady, she was probably 40. Oh, the mother? Yeah. Who's the old lady? Oh, his father's overseas in the Air Force. Review, 1 out of 10, super schlock. Pieces is worth watching for anyone who likes really bad movies. No, that's not true. It's worth watching for people who like... No, good movies. You know what? I watched that... What was it? We watched that The Black Phone, right? I thought that was a good drama movie. But that was not scary. This is really scary. It's this is scary. It's so scary. It's funny. I think you may have mistaken my laughter as my screams of terror for laughter <laughs> because uh, this one is so bad that I'm at a loss of what to say. Okay, incorrect. Bad acting, no. Bad script, yes. Bad camera work, incorrect. Bad, bad, bad. The gore is free-flowing in this very misogynistic movie, but it's really troubling because the rest is so hilariously bad. It was filmed in Spain, but pretends to be Boston. A chainsaw is often used during the killings, but you'd think people at the university would notice someone walking around with a big, bright yellow chainsaw. Yeah. And Linda Day George playing a young tennis player is one of the funniest bits of casting you've ever seen. Go fuck yourself. She was probably... She was not even 30. No, she wasn't even 40. She was like 30... I was 29. You were 29. She's seven years older, so she'd be 36. Well, that's... That's, that's not old. No. Um... Because she's seven years old. That's... It, that's awful. That is horrible that they said that. Her overacting is almost peerless. But the one scene that sent this horror film into sheer bad is so good is the Nirvana surprise ending. One has to see it to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like we said, you said he looks more like a Jose. He's a very dark-skinned Spanish man, like from Spain, because this was filmed in Spain, and I, I've read too much about this movie, so I know some, like, weird details. Um, so they, a lot of the like bit part characters and Frank Barania isn't a bit part but he's not like a main character they were a lot of them were like Spanish like uh, Spanish speaking or had very heavy Spanish accents so they did like um, ADR over their talking so um, they'd get a person with no accent to do it and he is like a very 
what? He's like, he looks like Leslie Nielsen, but Spanish. Spanish. He, <laughs> he looks like a very, like, Hispanic Leslie Nielsen, right? And he sounds like, like, hold it, or I'll blow your brains out. He has a very gruff, you know, cop yes. voice. He's like an extra on Dirty Harry, but he is obviously a very Hispanic man named Randy Holden, which is just... Pri- that's priceless. Linda Day George being cast as a young woman is not priceless. That is facts. She is a young lady. She is, you know, she's a nice tennis, young tennis player. She's, you know, she's fine. She's perfectly fine in this role. Okay. So... Uh, if you haven't listened to our, was it our well, favorite? Mo- was oh, way older. He was born in 1920, I think. I think 20. I'll look it up. But if you haven't seen our, what's it called? Our 10 favorite movies list. Uh, go listen to that because this is this is my. Uh, I think I put it as third favorite movie because I just. I can sit back with some popcorn. I can watch this movie. It's not too scary. Like, I, I like horror movies a lot. That's why I was so pissed that my October was ruined, right? But... And after so many years of knowing me, you just found out... Oh, that yeah. I don't like horror movies. You don't like... Because we would have scary movie night, and that was going to be our Halloween party. And we were talking with Sue T, I think the night we watched Sleepaway Camp, and you said that you don't like horror movies. And me... uh Oh, her and I started laughing because we always watch scary movies with you and you never said anything that you didn't like them. But this is one where it's like, you don't have to like keep the lights on to watch it. It's dumb. It's amazing. It has Linda Day George. Uh, Fun fact about Linda Day George. uh, She was, um, she played a Nazi on Wonder Woman with her husband, Christopher. I found that out uh, probably a few weeks ago. When we did graduation day, that's when I found that out. So, um, if you go listen to our 10 favorite movies, because I gush about this movie on there. Gush. Oh, like yeah, blood. Yeah. yeah. But how did you feel about this movie? I Because we tried to watch it. We tried to watch it in like April, but it didn't record and you know we were just like oh come on that's when you're having like all those technical issues and it was super spotty right yes so we watched that then i've watched it probably two or three times since then and i still gave it a minus <sighs> you're just a non-believer what'd you give it for a pre minus a million i gave it a seven of course you did and you probably gave it a really good number at the end, too. I haven't given it a post yet. I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants for that. Yes. So it opens up with just, boom, Boston, 1942. Boom, in your face, Boston, right? And we hear uh, a little gentleman singing, you know, um, what is it? Humpty Dumpty, he's singing. And he's putting together a very 1970s I mean, that was so obviously not from the 40s. There's a lot of things not from the 40s. Um, Plastic bags, touch-tone phones, and then this very 70s uh, porn puzzle. Because he's putting together this puzzle, you know, and he's, you know, seeing all the pieces. Couldn't put the pieces back together. He's doing this puzzle. I mean, it just looks like, you know, 
I don't know. It looks like someone from, like, an extra from Boogie Nights on the... You know what I mean? It looks like a 70s porn actress. Because she has, like, kind of the short, like, 1970s hair, and she has, like, huge pubes, right? And then, um... His mom walks in. His mom... His mom walks in and she's looking at him like, oh, my son's doing a puzzle. And she sees it and she loses her mind. Yes, she does. Oh, God. She says, you know, you're going to turn into your father. And then she says one of my favorite lines in the movie. She says, you're going to turn into your father. She picks up a picture frame and smashes it against a mirror. The bastard! And <laughs> smashes it against a, a mirror. And then, go get a plastic bag, you idiot, and help me clean this up. Where I'm going to burn this all up, right? I just, you said that, like, the, the, the person in the review, and you said that the, the way people deliver their lines and the way the script is written is just so funky, right? Wow. It's be, one of the script writers was American. I think or is, is English like speaking guys that try to scam you and they don't spell or talk right like if you say oh I have to go do this and they say oh okay I understand it's like yeah it sounds like a one of those um scam people no oh sh- what are they called they were in like when email was new what is it like the Nigerian prince scam yeah they sound like for like for Americans and they spell words wrong but yeah it 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 comes out very as two, you know, American folks sitting wa- <laughs> sitting watching it, it just sounds like it, it sounds like a scam, like an online scam. But it was written by one. Please, please call us pounds. Well, <laughs> well, it was written by one Spanish-speaking person and one English-speaking person, directed by Juan Piquer Simone, who was a very. We're gonna have to watch his other movie. Slugs, the movie. It's kind of like um the Bob. They like disintegrate people. I haven't seen it. I just know what it's on. But um, we'll have to watch that some other day. But I I think so because it's a Spanish. I just I love that because I even mentioned in our ten favorite. Go listen to our ten favorite movies because that just really says a lot about what we look for in a movie. But I really love um like french and italian french uh, spanish and italian uh like giallo where they you know they're all obviously not english speaking and it's all dubbed and it's all just super schlock gore oh god yeah clint eastwood yeah but i because i just watched um on the day before halloween because i was laid up sick still um was i no, no, I was I was out, but um, I watched um, D- Deep Red, which was a Giallo movie done right. That one is scary as shit. I was hiding under a blanket, you know, but it's a lot like this because, you know, the killers are all in black. The killers are hacking people up. So that's free on Tubi. Uh, that's free on P- uh, Pluto TV. I think that's this movie's free everywhere. You're not paying to watch pieces. So. You know what? I think we uh, you can do a, a comparison. Watch Deep Red first and then this, or other way around, because they're very similar, but um, different. very different. I mean, oh, God, Deep Red was so good. It was so gross. I mean, the killer gets their head cut off and fucking pus comes out. Oh, God. I was like, oh. It was a spoilers ahead for Deep why Red. Did, why did pus come out? 
was he infected? It was a it was an old lady too who's the killer. Spoilers, I said, but it was an old lady, and she got a necklace caught on the elevator, um, like an old time elevator with the thing, and it pulled her down and her cut her head open. And I'll show you the clip at, um, when we're done. But no spoilers anymore, just pieces. <clears throat> She's yelling at him, saying, "You're gonna turn into your father, you bastard! Go get." The plastic bag. plastic bags. Yeah. And um, she's putting all his porn well, into... We can burn it, which you can't burn plastic because it doesn't really burn. I don't know. I it think... Melts. Yeah. I don't know. I think that... I just... Okay. I just want to know, like, the semantics. Like, how did this... He looks really young, too. He looks like maybe nine or ten at most, right? You know, where did he go out strolling along the street and got some porn in 1942? Maybe it was his dad's that he left behind. That's probably what, that's probably. Before he went to the Air Force. He's overseas. The Air Force. So, uh, yeah, she goes and she gets it and she's like, hurry up, you idiot! And she turns around. Hurry up, you stupid! And she turns around and she gets an axe right in the head. He hits her again and hits her again. And then a little old lady shows up outside. And, you know, we don't... She... It looks like all calm, you know, outside. And then on the inside, the little kid who we later learn is Timmy. Is sawing her up. And then apparently the old lady stays outside. Till the cops come. Till the cops come. From, you know, daylight to daylight tonight you know and they break in and there's a blood thing a blood thing uh, a blood bath and one of the cops says <laughs> you looked at me you're like oh give me a fucking break he says i've never seen so much blood i hope it was an animal got but butchered up here instead of a person who the fuck is butchering an animal in a bedroom <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was like <laughs> they field dress their tears in their bedroom. Like what the? F- oh God, that's some Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit. And um, so they they oh mama mama mama, and then and they open the door and he's hugging him. He's like the bad man, the bad man. And then <laughs> the cop says, "Where's his father?" And this is another one of my favorite lines. She goes, the old lady who was ringing their doorbell, he's overseas in the Air Force. (laughs) She's so overacting. And it's obviously not her saying it, so it's the voice actor doing it who's just, he's overseas in the Air Force. And she's doing her best, you know, uh, Catherine Hepburn, brassy. He's overseas in the Air Force. And it's just, it's perfect and then we just smash cut to 1982. And you know how we know it's 1982? Because it says it's 1982. It's that and. That and. Because there's a girl skateboarding. Oh, yeah. She's so cool on her orange skateboard. And she's riding. You know what? I don't know if that many people skateboard. Especially on, you know, college campus. Yeah. You know? Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she says hi to one of them. He goes, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, some of it did make sense. And then, yeah, okay, this is what we're talking We were talking about this. They show us so many unnecessary scenes that they should have showed us, like, really funny unnecessary scenes. Like, the, what was it? The Dean's lips are always beat red. We said we need to see the reason why his lips are so red. We need to see him eat the pomegranates. And, you know, 
We need to see more tennis. Or do we? Uh, no, no, we don't. We just we need to see some like dumb stuff. Instead, we get like scenes like this where she's skateboarding, it's going downhill, going downhill, and hits right into a big pane of glass. Moving the glass and, ah, and then she hits it, and nothing happens to her. But then we smash cut to her laying on the grass. No, we smash cut to the killer, who's like heavy breathing, very giallo, with the big black leather gloves going in his um keepsake box full of bloody mom clothes and porn. I almost <laughs> I almost peed my pants and he said it's taken him a really long time to put that puzzle together. Maybe you should take those fucking gloves off. <laughs> I mean it's not like there's any stakes. Like every single character in this movie is white. You know. Like it's not like there was it was like a half black half white campus and like if they take the gloves off we'll know it's not any white people or any black people you know it's an entirely white movie you know he could have taken his gloves off but <laughs> maybe he because he's putting this puzzle together for the rest gloves of the <laughs> have you ever tried to put a puzzle together with gloves on it's so hard but you go <laughs> maybe he should take those fucking gloves off oh <laughs> uh. Oh, so, um, she, the girl who, the same girl, cause we, this is what I read about it. I mean, I was doing some deep, um, lore research on this movie, but, um, the, that she rammed into the glass, that was when his mom hit the glass. So that triggered him, you know, cause he has, apparently he hasn't killed anyone since his mom, which I don't think, I mean, he, yeah, if he, if he, if he killed like eight people, probably did it on the slide and nobody could piece it together. <laughs> <laughs> God, you got me when I was drinking. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was really good. So, um, <laughs> you could piece it together. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he, I mean, if he kills, like, seven people in, like, two weeks, he definitely... It was less than two weeks. I mean, yeah. He's killing every day once or twice. Yeah, I mean, he killed that, I think he killed that, um, blonde lady and that, and that... Being a real <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's, uh, he's Steve Lesh. He went on a bender. <laughs> As soon as he did the hand motions, I knew the hair. <laughs> oh, God, we shouldn't make fun of Steve Lesh. No. no, he's an asshole. Fuck him. I think he... We're, we've been re- we're, we've been watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Season 3. I think he's the one who abused Whitney. That's yeah, my... I think so, but his, her brother and half-brother and sister were also abused. I think it's him. It has to be him. He's the common denominator. Yes. Yeah, it's him. Anyway. Um, Maybe that's why he's got a fucked up that's his penance. He was court mandated to get fucked up here for the rest of his life. Oh, that's awful. Okay, so let's talk about less awful murder. Um, this girl's laying on the grass. It's the same girl who rammed into the big plate of glass, but not a scratch on her. Visible, not a visible scratch on her. Her whole fucking body hit it. Her face should have been cut up a little bit. Yeah, she should have been in the hospital. But she's laying on the grass, and there's someone with a chainsaw. She goes, hey, can you cut that out? I'm trying to study. And then um, he's like, oh. I'll be a few minutes. 
<laughs> so then she gets her head cut off and it's the worst cut it's like we see the killer and he swipes at her head and then we just get a cut to her flopping on the ground with no head <laughs> and she's de- she's dead and there's blood no, so- she's still alive walking around with no head but it's like almost like monty python and the holy grail level of like blood spray because it's you know geysering out of her head I know, but it's, I mean, this is pieces. <laughs> Let's remember that. I mean, I've never seen someone get their head cut off. Uh, either have I, thank you. And I think I would not want to see that. Episode. Yeah, but, I mean, we, we'd have to know. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who've seen someone get their head cut off. And, you know, they know that, you know, either there's a lot of blood spray or there's not a lot of blood spray. Please let us know. Please let us know. Send us an email at why are we doing this podcast one at gmail.com. <laughs> How many quarts? <laughs> so, does it squirt straight up or does it kind of go over? <laughs> does it flood like a, does it, does it spill over like a flooding sink or does it does old faithful out? <laughs> does it, is it like the, the, the Bellagio? <laughs> God. Oh, it's been a long week. That's horrible. I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's, it's so a. Please f- let us know if you've ever seen that. Please. So then you know now we have the cops on campus and it's it's Christopher George and Frank Brania. Yeah, I think that's because he was dying. I told you that. God, you said an awful thing. I he didn't die of cancer. I don't think. You said probably because he had lung cancer and he couldn't smoke <laughs> from his doctor. And I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said Hold on, how old was No, he was Oh shit, he was way older than her He was born in 1931 yeah, He died of like a heart attack or something So she was born in what? 46? Is that 47? 47 And he was born in what? Uh, four, 31 How did he die? So he was like 16 years older than her Yeah, he died of a heart attack he died of a heart attack. Heart so he was like 50. 52. So, sorry, sorry. Um, Maybe he had heart problems, the doctor said don't smoke. He, had health pro- he got health problems, but... Uh, he got problems. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, but he's perpetually sucking on this cigar for the entire movie. And he says in one scene, Christ, does anyone have a match? But, no. Apparently. I think that's the bit of humor. So... But, you know, he's sucking on the cigar for the entire movie. And so this is when we're, it's Lieutenant, what do you think his first name is? Randy. No, I'm talking, no, um, Frank Branya is Br- Randy. Oh. What do you think Bracken's first name is? I don't know which one's Bracken. Christopher George. Oh. I don't know, I'm thinking like a Jim or a John or a... Joe. <laughs> I'm Joe Bracken. Oh, Lieutenant Joe. And this is my partner, Randy. Sergeant Joe Friday. (laughs) (laughs) What's that, Dragnet? (laughs) So, um, we get introduced to them, and they are, you know, they're... So these detectives, um... Oh, Lieutenant Joe and Sergeant Randy. Oh, it's just Lieutenant Bracken in the credits. Lieutenant Joe and Sergeant Randy. They're two hard-boiled detectives, right? And they're talking to the dean, and, you know, there's a whole, like, 
um, guess who board of like like potential murderers. There's um, yeah, the dean, his nosy secretary, Kendall, sexually frustrated pr- professor. Well, he is. Then the the dean said that he was upset that he was gay, so that could be a reason why he kills women because he can't be with them. Well, that's because you're not a true fan. You're a fake fan. Um, you're not a fan. Period. <laughs> You hate women? No. Oh, uh, 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 what? Anyway, so there's all these cats. Oh, the suspicious fat groundskeeper. Is that all? Is that all the cast of characters? Yeah. Oh, goggles. That that one kid, Sean. <laughs> um. Uh. So I'm sorry. Um. Okay. So that girl gets her head cut off, and then the cops come in to, like, talk to the dean, and, you know, he's saying, um, we don't want to cause our panic. He It's so weird. He has, like, he's a British accent. No one has, like, a Boston accent in this movie, either. Which is? I'm not doing a Boston accent. I can't do any accents. But, um... I, I mean, you know how... <laughs> Just watch The Departed. They all have those gross accents. I can't stand it. I watch like, one of those Sam Adams commercials. Ugh. Oh, you, don't like, you don't like Boston accents? No, no. One of the worst accents, in my opinion. <sighs> but, yeah, because no one has, like, an accent in this except for... Except for... British guy. The British really, guy. He's not really British. Mm-hmm. And then, um... Well, if they were going to do that, why didn't they just give him a Spanish accent? What do you mean? He's Spanish. Why didn't they just let him... Frank Branya? No, the university guy. The dean. He's not Spanish. He's British. Oh, he really... Yeah, he's British. His name's Edmund Furland or something. Well, that accent sucks. Mm. I hope it was a fake accent. Because that was a bad... If that's your regular speaking voice, that's awful. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Edmund Furland in anything. <sighs> What's his name? Edmund... Oh, per- Edmund Purdom. Yeah, he's a gen- He's a British guy. I mean, he has to be. But, wait, who's... Oh, so now we go to... The cops are notified. Keep it on the down low. Uh, we don't want anyone freaking out. No. Then we cut to uh, Kendall... Kendall and Courtney and the, uh... Is that what her name was? No, I'm saying the Kardashians. Oh, <laughs> Kendall and... Oh, <laughs> Kend- well, Jesus, that went over you. She's well, she's a... They're on the show. Um, like in the library? In the library. And this one girl is in, like, a Team USA, like, um, Miracle on Ice shirt. And she's like, um... Meet me in the pool room. I want to do it underwater. And he's like, oh, gee, yeah. So then he bought, because he's studying. He's like, he's, he's Randy. He's very, the very Randy co-ed. And he balls up her note and throws it in the trash. And that's where he made his fatal mistake. It fell on the ground and he didn't pick it up. But guess who picks it up? The killer. 
He hates litter bugs and he hates women. <laughs> I hate two things. <laughs> Watch yourself, lady litter bugs. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I hate two things and women. Could you imagine? I want that to be a, a scene. Um, so, um, so the girl goes to the pool room, and it's not like a pool hall, like it's like from Music Man. Well, I'm saying pool hall. That means two things. It means Music Man, or it means. She said, "Meet me, so we can do it underwater." I just said, "I'm just clarifying." It is the pool room. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. So then, like, um, like a, like a John Holmes, like, porn soundtrack starts playing. It's like saxophone, like, bass, and she's... <laughs> Am I? Are you high right now? Maybe I didn't think this was gonna be the Bill Clinton episode, but <laughs> we are. No, my Mimico, but <laughs> oh god. Okay, let's go. <laughs> she gets, she gets undressed. Except I just okay. She she takes her um, Miracle on Ice shirt off. She takes her jeans and oh cowboy boots with no socks. Ugh. Oh my! <laughs> Could you imagine the the, the plan? It goes as planned, and they're having sex. What's that smell? <laughs> That's leather and sweat. <laughs> That's leather and shoe funk. <laughs> like, oh, that's nasty. But she takes her bra off and leaves her panties on, and, and they're and they're both satin. And she ties her hair up with a ribbon. Yeah. Okay. Take keep them both on or take them both off because it looks goofy if you just. I don't know. I think there's so much nudity in this movie. I think if they took her top, bottom off, I think it'd be rated X. Because it was released in that age when it, everything was... You know, the video nasties and the... Oh, my God. Um, So she's swimming, and she gets her head. The killer walks in, and she thinks, Kendall, is that you? She did. I didn't hear And then the killer... Slaps her over the head with the net. net, the the pool skimmer, and pulls her out and cuts her up, and then um, we turn on the lights and we see the real horror in this room. Fuller. It is no <laughs> teal carpet. Oh, oh my! I because there's like I think it was supposed to be like astroturf. Oh, like a football yeah, indoor like football thing, and I, that looked like teal carpet to me, but. You know, there's like this chopped up naked girl on the ground. And then I saw, <laughs> I looked at that and then bad and I, and I looked at the carpet. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was so, oh, just wet, ugh, teal carpet, ugh. But then Willard walks in and he's the groundskeeper. Oh, okay, he was the cop. Oh, there's a dead body in it. Oh, teal carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I go into like a bathroom where the, someone's dead in the bathroom. Oh, 
Oh, that's so awful. Oh, is that carpet? <laughs> oh, God, carpeted bathrooms are oh. the worst. Oh. I like when I watch how Sunders people have carpeted bathrooms. Why? That's so gross. Oh, shit. So, um, the cops bust in because Kendall saw the body as he saw Willard with the body. And so, you know, who done it? Also, the killer comes in equipped with nothing but grabs a chainsaw off of obviously we keep chainsaws and teal carpet in our pool room that's That's obviously you know when when i get my uh when when in the future i have all this money and i get my house built (laughs) my interior decorator do you want (laughs) do you want red or teal carpet in your pool house Green green or yellow chainsaw do you want that mounted? <laughs> Just it's, what the fuck decorated? Who was the set designer for this? But probably the same person who was the continuity. Oh my god, the it's awful. It's the, the, just the beginning though. The rest of it's perfect. So, um, um, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so the cops bust into the pool room and they try to fight Willard, but he's like six five. 300 pounds Kendall hits him with a 2x4 and it just snaps and then one of my favorite lines another one of my favorite lines he's Willard's choking this police officer it's like oh my god but Frank Branya comes up behind him with his gun he cocks it hold it or I'll blow your brains out and Willard makes this face the entire he looks like he's just playing Bluto but uh he gets like taken into custody or something i don't know and then you know then we see uh you know we're seeing the the very like 1920s uh paramedics come they were dressed like um nurses in world war one we'll find a picture of them to put it on our instagram but they look like they're from world war one you know they're like they're gentlemen in like pants like almost a White gown a white gown it's it's like um yeah yeah like a poncho kind of and then white nurse shoes Ugh. oh your favorite oh god your old lady shoes. oh my god we went out to lunch a saturday ago and you had a perfect view of the door and every time someone walked in with a fucked up haircut you would turn to me and say don't let me get my hair like that when i'm old and I turned around, and I was laughing so hard in this tiny little restaurant because it was the worst haircut. And it was a poor old woman. Oh, you're awful. <laughs> you know she was a nurse shoes. She was wearing black. Oh, black nurse shoes? Oh, I'm sorry for the noise. We're right by a window. We have to get it insulated in here. But, um, so. What do we need? Oh, I think in a few, in a few, because um, they talk to the dean again, and they talk to Ken. This is when they have their big soapbox, like, Kendall, were you the killer? And we find out very quickly Kendall's our main character, you know, alongside our best main character, Miss Day, Miss Linda Day, George. They spelled her name wrong. They spelled her name wrong in the credits. It's with a Y, you fake fans. Um, so, uh, what is it? So, they, you know, they're 
Kendall's like an he he basically got like deputized and he's working this case now. So they're um So they're talking <laughs> they're talking to Kendall and Goggles, who's his asshole friend. I hate him. He's like, Oh oh Kendall Kendall James. Is that his? Kendall James. Campus stud. Blah, sure. Yeah, right. Okay. So I mean it seems like he gets a lot of ladies, I guess. So, um, they're talking to, you know, did you kill, <laughs> they're talking to Christopher George, did you kill her? No! Then who killed her? I don't know, right? Okay, you can join the police force. Yeah, they deputize him, and, um, so then, you know, the, the dean says, let's get an undercover agent into here. Agent man. So... We we cut to the police station, which I definitely a wool man police officer. Isn't that wasn't that a was what was that show with Angie Dickinson called? Like woman cop? No, police woman. Police woman. Police woman. So they get police woman in here, and it's the one, the only, the coveted Linda Day George. Who I think is going to... write her a letter because you may be her only fan. Wow. <laughs> You're not a fan? I'm going to have to write her a letter. I love her. If she sends me a signed poster, I will, like, cry. Um, no, I think we're going to have to give her an award, like how Rudy Ray Moore has the memorial award for putting their weight on it. I think we're going to have to do the Linda Day George Award for Best Female Lead. But, uh... We're gonna have to do that. That's an honorary one. So they get her in the building as a t- best description of saying bastard. Bastard. Ah, oh, so good. It's the most well-known scene in the movie, but besides the the ball crunching good time. Uh, yeah. So she is enrolled at the. She's in undercover as a young tennis coach, like they so, so rudely said in the review. But she's under because she's like a tennis player. That's also a cop, I guess. So, um, so she's undercover at the school as like a, you, oh, at university. She's, uh, what is it? She's employed as a tennis coach. And, oh, this is around the time we meet very minor character, Sylvia Costa, who, um, she's a, She's an event, and she's an investigative reporter, and she, for the Boston Globe, and um, she's investigating these university killings. And around this time, is this when this is when Sylvia gets killed, right? Because Kendall wakes up, nude. Oh no, he's having sex with this lady, and apparently they get thrown out of their dorm. If yeah, if she's no, he says we can get thrown out. Yeah. That made no sense. That's because he probably can't have her in his room. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, sorry. sorry. So um, she says I can gag myself, which I'm like, is he really? Is he really giving it to her that good? Uh, but we get out. He see, we see his entire penis, and you know what? There's so much like female nudity in this. You know what? Uh, Equal rights, equal sights. You know? <laughs> I heard some, my, um, I heard a YouTuber who I, I found out about this movie through that guy. He said equal rights, equal sights, and he was talking about this. So, um, 
Yeah, but that's true. I mean, we see so many naked chicks in this movie. Yes. I mean, we need to counterbalance, you know, because you don't really see that much male nudity in movies. No. But so he uh, he rushes out because he sees Mary walking through. He sees Linda Day walking through the streets at night, and she gets. We cut to her, and she gets ambushed by the kung fu professor. You said. Kung, no, he said that's my kung fu professor. Oh, I thought. But I he. <laughs> she, she kicks the shit out of her, and she kicks him in the balls, and he's out. Foreshadowing, um, and then Kendall rushes up, and his bike sounds like a chainsaw, but it's not. It's his motorbike, and he's like, "Hey, what's the news?" Oh, it was, Chow. So what's the news, Chow? And he says very stereotypically, like, you know, he says something like bad chop suey in a, I don't know, I think that was a fake. And he runs away into the night, never to be seen again. He says so long. So long. And um, he says, I must add some bad chop suey. He rushes away, and then he and Mary go home, and he tries to bang her. Is Kung Fu a Chinese? Yes, it is. It's the, I think it's the Chinese martial art, yeah. I'm 99% certain it is. Send us an email if you know about decapitations or Kung Fu, either one. Um, I, but yeah, that's the... Yes, because this is awful. This is the only, the only way I can, like, back oh, it up. Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say the show. Because he was a Shaolin monk. Oh. Right? Yeah. And he's Kung Fu. Oh, That's I, thinking. I was not thinking Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Jesus, you are tired. <laughs> so, so Mary Riggs. Gee. No, no. I only know because the David Carradine show. But, um. He's not Chinese at all. Oh, yeah, no. He's the Carradine David Carradine. <laughs> I don't think that they anglicized they, that name. They dumped Bruce Lee and took him. Yeah. I, but anyway. Um, so then they drive away. They're safe. But Sylvia Costa's out and about. In her leather jacket. Oh, God. She wears the worst clothes. So I forgot to mention. Even her underwear was weird. So. Uh, it was like granny panties. <laughs> I forgot to mention like a few things. First. The biology, is he the, no, he's the, what is it called? Oh, shit. What's it called? Um, The anatomy professor is, like, super awkward around the students, and that's why we think he's the killer for a hot minute. Um, And then we learn from a very bad, poorly dubbed section, a girl, one of the guys says to one of the students, this is just, like, one of those totally, like, heavy-handed, um, heavy-handed, just scenes that don't mean anything. You know, we could have just had a hot tub, uh, a waterbed without <coughs> them saying this, but one of the se- kids says to one of the girls, a, a guy says to a girl, do you hear they got a new waterbed in the rec room? And she says, this is so poorly dubbed, it's the worst dubbing in the movie. She goes, there's nothing, what did she say? There's nothing like, sm- this is, I'm saying, I'm going to say it exactly how it said. There's nothing like smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed there's these deep pauses fucking what's that (laughs) what's a fuck (laughs) like jesus no but um what is it um 
So Sylvia Costa gets chased into the rec room by the killer, and then he... She got a really brutal death for someone who's in the movie for 15 minutes. He stabs the shit out of her. Stupid ass leather shit. Oh, God. He stabs the shit out of her on the waterbed and then stabs right through her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's awful for someone who was in it for 10 minutes, you know. But then he drags her. (laughs) This is too funny. (laughs) Because the waterbed, he stabbed it a few times. It's flooded. He drags her ass off by one leg and her granny panties are out. And she... Oh, God. But um, then... I, is this when we get the... Oh, the the girl... the We, we missed the dance lady. Well, they took five hours to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So there's this... um. Apparently there's... Every, every single class is in one building at this college, right? There's the rec rooms in one building. The dance studios in one building. The... Everything's in one room. So there's, we see before there's this uh, dance team, but this lady stays, it takes her five hours to go to the bathroom. She says, I'm going to, hey, Colleen, I'm going to go to the John. And it, she's going down flights of stairs, back up flights of stairs. She climbs a ladder. I mean, she really needed to piss. I wouldn't hold it. <laughs> but we think she's going to get killed, but like, it's just someone, hey, so-and-so, come on in, right? to the bathroom but um then that same lady staying behind to practice her dance right and it's it's that same like john holmes like um like porny 70s music with the the bill clinton saxophone and monica Lewinsky's on bass <laughs> and uh she gets or clarinet. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god she changes into um Two rain slickers, a pair of jeans over her leotard, and wears high heels. She had at least two rain slickers on. Yeah, for your birthday. So she gets into the elevator and she recognizes the killer. Oh, you scared me. It's just you. He brings in an entire chainsaw into the elevator that she does not see. And then. I miss that. And then he cuts her. The, the arm. I just. I, when, I, when I don't see the movie in a while, I forget that the the gore in this is actually pretty good like it's like I mean, it looks real i mean if it wasn't like if it didn't look like it was from 1982 it could look like really real like if they um remastered it which they totally should um but she gets her arm sliced right off and it's spraying like the knight from monty python spraying all over the wall and then um he runs away somehow gets out of the elevator kendall and the cops come in and we we open the door and it looks really gnarly like her she's laying on her side she's covered in blood and like vi- like veins and muscle and she's covered in blood her, both her arms are missing because from i think this is the the first lady got her head cut off and it was taken the second lady would she get cu- her legs cut off or arm? Uh, what she get cut off it looks like she was just cut up I don't know, she got something taken from her. This lady got both her arms taken. And then that happened before Sylvia Costa died. But there's been, like, three murders in two nights. You know, it's it's a lot, right? And uh, now uh, Linda Day periodically has been playing tennis with this one Su- Susie Beck. Beckett, I think. Susie Beckett. And she's playing, who was played by, I think, the costume designer's daughter, and she, uh, she's playing a game of tennis by herself. I think she's just hitting the ball with machines. Yeah. She's just, just serving. Just serving. And um, music comes over the PA, 
and it's you know big band music or not, not big band it's just um it's like marching band music yeah. and she's like i guess that means i have to go take a shower so then we see her take a shower she's completely nude and then she gets dressed but then she sees the killer before she can put her top on she goes on a very bouncy chase <laughs> through the uh locker room and she gets cornered in a shower and this is where i i read this oh yeah it must have been a toilet oh god did you see that was um plywood Ugh. I, I don't know i just feel like stall door should be hollow not hollow you know what i mean it, it, if someone tries to force their into a stall door they shouldn't be able to punch through it you know um so he chainsaws through it and i read i prove me prove me wrong or correct me if i'm wrong uh that they used a real chainsaw to cut through the door and the actress actually pissed her pants you know they show it it. i because it's the best kill of the movie by far but it's it's like almost sad to watch it because like because I really like this movie and I read a lot about like the director was not a n- nice gentleman he was an awful person to work with and you know of course he would keep in that shot because you know he's a asshole so then he cuts into her and it doesn't show her like entire body get bisected it shows a close up of skin tone getting cut into and I read that they used a Oh, this is gross. A slaughterhouse pig for that scene. So that was when we see her bisected. That's real blood and guts, I think. Yeah. That's nasty. But then that music, Mary Riggs and Kendall apparently were playing tennis together. Huh? And, uh... <laughs> they were... <laughs> they, were playing, they were playing tennis with Kung Fu. No, they run into... Oh, they run in the Bluto, and uh, she's like, what's that music? And he says, hey, what's his name? Willard. Hey, Willard, what the hell is with this music, right? And he's like, I don't know. That's not my headache. And he makes a face. You know? <laughs> so he, he goes into the janitor's closet. And, you know, Mary's about to blow her cover because he's about to touch the switch. No! Don't touch that! In case there's fingerprints or something. I don't know. I'm just a lady tennis coach, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. He shuts it off in another way. And Kendall's gone for a second. We think, did Kendall die? Is is Kendall okay? Right? Which I. And then he walks up. He's shaking. He has blood on his hand. It's Susie Beckett. And then Linda Day busts through. She hauls ass through the girl's locker room. And she opens the door. And it is, it's honestly gross. Like, she's, she's cut in half. Her guts are spilled out. There's blood all over. Her legs are laying across her guts. I mean, it's, it's gross. And she goes, oh! She covers her mouth and she runs back out. And he walks out, and I can I can do this whole scene verbatim. He goes, Kendall, did you see it? She's silent for a little bit, Linda. Yes! While we're out here fumbling with that music, that lousy bastard was in there killing her! And she's, I'm not going to scream, because she screams. She, you can hear the, the boom mic crackle. She screams bastard three times. Bastard! 
bastard! And then the second one is when she whips her head up, bastard! And then the last one's the best one, because she shakes her fist, bastard! <laughs> and I have, a, I have a picture of her doing that in my, uh, my, uh, my room. I have a picture of her with bastard written over it. But, um... Oh, she's just perfect. And, and then you cut uh, Christopher George. They cut that girl alive. Oh, they cut that poor girl in half while she was still alive. Still alive, for Christ's sake. <laughs> that was actually a pretty good old Christopher George. But he's, like, talking to... Because this whole time, Branya has been doing paperwork. He's been doing a deep dive into each of the staff members' uh, faculty members' history of their criminal records. But I, I wrote down that, like, every movie that's supposed to be scary, mm-hmm. the people are really stupid. Yeah, um... If this you don't, pay you extra. <laughs> Do you hate women? <laughs> we'll pay you extra. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what was the other one? I hate women. Do you litter? <laughs> so, um... What was it? Oh, so, you know, Randy, Lieutenant Randy, oh, Sergeant Randy. So, so, um, well, 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 um, Lieutenant Randy or Sergeant Randy is saying, I don't have any leads, sir. What did he say? We're just... He said this earlier. We're just buying clothes without tags and trying them on for size. But he said... Then, you know, Christopher George is... (laughs) Christopher George says um, the funniest thing. He goes, The book says catch the killer. Now, damn it, find me some leads. And he hangs up. Well, he, like, precariously hangs up. He slams the receipt. He with his unlit cigar. So then, um, and then, uh, oh, Mary goes to the dean's house after, like, a long, weird talk with Paul, Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Professor Brown. She goes to talk to the dean at his home. It's so nice, his house. Oh. He's a dean. Well, um, yeah. Wait, what did she talk to, I went to go pee when you were talking about, uh, when she was talking to professor brown it was just like weird like incriminating stuff like him being weird it was just because i caught a little bit of it but then she goes to the dean's house and he's she he and she are talking and he asked if she wants any coffee and she says of course i want some coffee dean and he goes in and no he cream no cream to sugar i'm watching my figure no she said yeah Something I don't remember. Or something like an artificial sweetener. Yeah. Are you watching your figure? Someone's got to. Well, <laughs> then we see very anticlimactically. It's instant. Is that okay? He puts poison in her. It wasn't poison. Drug. He puts like a the Kill Bill. Oh, David Carradine circled back. The the like paralyzing truth it's serum. Yeah, probably that. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But she is paralyzed. I'm the killer, and he starts like licking her leg, and 
He puts drop cloth down. If he's sawing into her leg, she was sitting on a white couch. There would have been a mess. But her, oh God, the Dean's kitchen. Oh, it's so nice. It's just me in this. It's rather large for just me in my home. Um, it was so nice. There was a glass divider door for his, from his sink and his stove to a little. It would. I mean, all that glass. And then we cut back to Sergeant Randy and Kendall have joined forces. They're drinking from Wendy's Chili Cups. Which I hope they were drinking chili. I hope to God they were drinking chili out of those things. But they were probably just drinking coffee or water. Or a soda. Um, a soda. And then Lieutenant Sergeant Randy. He goes, ah, Eureka! You know? He f- found that the name changed. Oh. He, someone changed their name from Timmy Reston to John Reston. Who could that be? Oh. And he calls Christopher George... Damn it! It's the dean. No, he called the uh, other. Oh, he called the Pittsburgh or someplace. But he tells the he calls it's the dean, or he tells someone it's the dean. Oh, Mary was going over there. Because he's hot for Mary, right? Yeah. So they they rush over there. Well, she's old enough to be his. Oh, I didn't mean it. It's <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. So, so, um, oh god, the cars are so ugly, too. Um, Christopher George is rocking like a 1980 navy blue humongous Nova. And then, well, for, for a Nova. I mean, it was big. It was, it had to be a Nova. It couldn't have been any other car. It had to be. It was a Nova. And, why not? Like a fusion. Uh, it was still big for all oh, the 70s cars were big but it was a bigger nova because i've seen novas before oh it's not that important okay. but what is important is that lieutenant sergeant bracken well randy 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 is in a um a, oh god an olive green chrysler new yorker and he pulls up on the curb, and Kendall hops out while it's still moving, and they rush in. As far as you go. And then they let him come in. They are the worst police officers ever. They just let civilians into crime scenes. <laughs> He's about to walk in, and... <laughs> like, you remember from uh, Twilight when Edward Forearm smashed... <laughs> it was that. <laughs> Forearm smashed Kendall into the wall, and he, they shoot in the door, and then... Mary's just sitting on the couch, looking, looking over at the curtains, which are moving. And then Kendall's, oh God, Kendall's walking her around. See, it's not that hard. We'll have you run in the marathon in no time. And then the, the, the Dean pops out of the curtains (laughs) and Kendall just lets go of her. She bangs her head so hard on that hardwood floor. She bounces. It goes boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he and the he and the dean are fighting and then this was so anticlimactic i just you know there's so much like really good gore in this movie and then the and the dean gets a pinprick shot in the head nothing comes out the back i mean with this movie you'd think 
um, it'd be like Maniac when he. Yeah, have you seen Maniac? He like runs up on the car hood and explodes this guy's head with a shotgun. So I just thought it'd be super cool if they did that. I mean, even if it was over the top, you know, it'd be better than just that, you know. But he's dead, and then he, Kendall and like Lieutenant Randy are like unlikely friends now, and Randy's razzing him, you know. Oh, you should be a cop or something, right? Uh, I bet there's weird stuff all around here because he finds like a, a. what does he find? A bookcase, and he leans on he it. He leans on it. Randy... And turns around. He says, I wonder where that body, all those body parts are. You're going to find weird stuff in anyone's house if you're a cop. And he leans up on this bookshelf, and it flips around, and a, the, all the bodies put together fall onto Kendall. And he's like, ah! I mean, I'd be screaming, too. But he, um... Then it cuts. Then it, like, fades. And it's... They get them, well, they got off, and then he... He's grabbing his jacket. No, it fades. And then he's just sitting on the couch, and Randy's like, Are you okay, kid? And he's like, Oh, my heart's beating again. And the the Randy's like, Let's go. Let me grab my jacket. He grabs his jacket. The corpse rises up its hand and rips his ball sack off. And you hear it, like, pop. It's like, And then he goes, And it freeze frames. And then that's the end. That was so out of character, so crazy, just, not out of character, just, it wasn't the same tone as the rest of the movie, because the, the rest of the movie was a grimy, exploitation, slasher yeah, movie. Well, when we first watched it, it was like a, a surprise, because mm-hmm. like, oh shoot, I didn't know that was going to happen. Then when I watched it the second and third time, yeah, I just thought it was even more dumb. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. How'd you feel about it at the end? I liked it even worse. What'd you give it? Minus two million. Wow. You gave it a ten, probably. I give or this movie a positive ten thousand. I love pieces. Call me, call me old fashioned, but I just <laughs> I love a good old. Just for, you don't have to go to Texas to a to get a chainsaw massacre. Um, this grab so much fear it grabbed me by the balls. Yeah, you have, to <laughs> you have to go further. Uh, so that was pieces. We can finally do it justice because, you know, we weren't going to, you know, we weren't going to skip over it just because it didn't come out. It's because, you know, it's a dumb movie. We specialize in that. So next week, um, we're going to try to get Suti for Sleepaway Camp Part Duh, Unhappy Campers, starring Bruce Springsteen's sister, if you didn't know. Um, Does she look like him? No, she looks worse. Um... Uh, but in the meantime, listen to the rest of our episodes. Sorry we didn't post something. I just, it was like a really weird week in the past few weeks, and I didn't post anything for our last one. We're going to, one of these days, we're going to finish watching Deep Blue Sea and then do a comparison of that in Anaconda, like a definitive one and not just a bullshitting around one. And then um, next week, like I said, Sleep Away Camp Part Duh. Uh, the week after that, we're going to try to get in Chisholm. I don't think it will, because it'll have to be Human Tornado. But anyway, we're just going to have some fun. Uh, it's going to be a laid-back November. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, in the meantime, listen to the rest of our... How many? 74 other episodes. Um, bonus or not, we have... No, this is 74. 73 other episodes. Uh, bonus. Bonuses. Do all that good stuff. Um... Shit. Um, 
a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, Spotify. Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, Everyone go vote on Tuesday. Go vote on Tuesday. Uh, we're not going to tell you who to vote for because that's none of our business. Um, uh, also, if you're in different states, we don't know who's running for, like, you wouldn't know who uh, who some of our local people are. So we're just, it's none of our business, but go vote. That's fun. Um, you're, oh, yeah, you're working the polls on Tuesday. So, um, <laughs> yes, I is. Um, oh, uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, that's patreon.com slash why are we doing this? Follow us on, like I said, Instagram, Twitter. Send us an email. I think that's it. Uh, so thank you. This was a longer episode. So thank you for sticking around, listening to us gush, gush about this movie. Um, so we will see you next week, probably with Sleepaway Camp 2. Yeah, you'll hear us next week. I hope you don't see us. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see you. We'll see you then. But you won't see us. Uh, so have fun. And the next week, we're going to have fun. We'll see you next week. I'm Lucas Doherty. I'm Kathy Ritter. And we'll see you next week. Bye.